Just Sayers. So this week's episode of the Just Sayers podcast, I'm Justin Barndale, and this week we are giving back. We are thankful you are here um, during this festive holiday season, and who better uh, to have here than who better embodies who better embodies Thanksgiving family tension, pilgrims, day drinking, naps, the hearth. The the hearth belongs to Christmas. There was a fight. Oh yeah, Christmas the table. One. The table got the, Thanksgiving. Got the table. The table. The kids' table. Even it's the it's ping pong table. Sometimes the. I mean, if it's in a garage, for sure. It's funny about that. Mm-hmm. It's a ping pong table too. You get kids around, and that's a kids. And table. then it's a kids' table. No more ping pong. Well, we're at the big kids' table today. It's comedian, actor Pete Holmes. I'm so excited you're here. I'm, Thank thankful you. I'm thankful you're here. I'm thankful to you and your weed spices and, and your table. <laughs> it's a sad table in a dank basement where someone's face was cut off and put in a barrel of acid. But you know what? We're thankful it happened, or we wouldn't be here. Whenever you have a spot here, you're glad that that person, whoever they were, was boiled in in acid, as yeah. is the Breaking Bad way, because that's mm-hmm. why there was a slot open. And then buried under Sunset Boulevard. Poured. Poured, yeah, liquefied yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. into yeah. the gutters that yeah. led out. Well, now they're in the ocean. Now we're drinking them. Yeah. Did you know you eat a credit card's worth of plastic in a week and one one millionth of this guy? Are you an ad sale for my podcast? Oh, who do you do? I don't know. <laughs> who do you do? <laughs> that's Wait. The, yeah, that's from the Blue Land copy. Blue yes, Land. that is. They are sponsors. <laughs> How did, are they yours? They are sponsors. Use weird. Oh, don't my use, God. Are we yours? sponsor sisters? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're banging the same sponsor what's we're, your what's we're your tag promo team code? and sponsors huh what's your code i'm not gonna tell you some Why? things Maybe are kept private is it <laughs> see if it I was, think the was 80s, just like yeah. just saying i think that's it just, just saying. saying yeah right. what's yours weird okay nobody's typing two words You'd be surprised. You guys are going down. Some people just love to type. They're like, mm. it's like an ASMR. They're like, mm. this you promo ASMR? Could, this could be longer. Do What's you like that? ASMR? Do you believe in it? What do you mean believe in it? I don't know. I don't think it I believe. It's not like a, a ghost doesn't whisper to you. Someone ASMR. <laughs> I think straights and gays are different. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. We, <laughs> what, I think, if I, what if I was like, you said you, a mouthful yeah. there. Wait a minute. Why a mouthful? <laughs> Why's it got to be a mouthful? <laughs> Before the mic was rolling, I was you like, You guys listen to ASMR and the gays talk to the dead. <laughs> that's that's how we sleep well at night. <laughs> you talk, you have gay onces? I don't know. Oh, I'd love a gay ons. That'd be a, that's a good... <laughs> How is that? Not, how is that not like a pop up somewhere? A gay aunt. A gay aunt. Yes. It sounds like two of your gay aunts. Gay aunts. Yeah. Yeah. Our gay aunts had a gay aunt. Just like candles and mood. <laughs> Wait. Do you like ASMR? Gay ASMR. No. Oh. Gay ASMR. That's what you should have called this podcast. I can't move my body. <laughs> I'm paralyzed. Your paralysis sisters. Yeah. I don't know. I'm you, just in wordplay tone. Because every time I get on like TikTok or something, it's always like some girl just like, oh, it's kind of. Well, see, like, that's the problem weird. is you're scrolling. You need to set the mood. You got to get some nice headphones. You got to be in the mood for nude. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. want someone to come on and be like, all right, welcome to the show. 
Ew, See, I don't like you know, it. I know, me neither. And then it was me. And then there's like bubble wrap involved. Yeah, but it's not believe or not believe. It exists. It's do a you, thing. Do you listen to white noise? Do you need like sound to help go to sleep at night? I do, yeah. Like what do you listen to? I listen to white noise. Just like the... No, it's just a guy explaining khakis. Oh, that's just white noise. <laughs> the oldest joke in just, the book. That's a good one. Just no, a Walmart greeter disgruntled. It is because, uh, I, I mean, I get a white noise machine. I'll tell you, you want the kinds that twist and change the sound. You don't want an electric one. You want one that vibrates a little bit because, God forbid, there's a vibration. I used to live in New York City, so there was, like, trucks going by that would shake the building. Oh, so yeah. So in that situation, a fan is better because if the fan is touching the bed, this is almost over because it's a snooze, but if the fan <laughs> is touching the bed, it'll vibrate the bed a little bit, so it blocks out, like, movement and noise, and you're out. Wow. I have a lot of thoughts on sleep. You have a lot of thoughts on, like, light noise machinery. Yeah. I didn't know there were so many options. It's I'm just, just like, Alexa, you bitch, play the ocean. She's like, stop calling me that. <laughs> and then the ocean plays. <laughs> I tell you, I once said to Alexa, and yes, it's because I'm talking to you that mm -hmm. I thought of this. I go, Alexa, is David Hyde Pierce gay? Uh-huh. And you know, Alexa usually goes like, here's what I found on the internet. Mm -hmm. David Hyde Pierce has been in a relationship with a man, you know, whatever. It just went, yes. Wow. Was it yes or yes? I mean, if she was like, yes, mama, boots, I'd be like, you get it. Get it. Gay Nine Alexa. inch nils. Gay likes it. Nine inch what? Nils. What's a nil? Is this his name Nils? Nils. <laughs> I did know a guy Who named was, Nils. No, you did not. I did. And we called him Nine Inch Nils. We called him Nine Inch Nils. After the band? That's right. Trent or Well, see, that's great. That's what I'm saying uh -huh. is Nine Inch Nils probably didn't. Let's be real. Nils? If your name is Nils, you've got to be packing mean zero. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. his name Nils? Nils. Not short for no. Nilany or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is if there had been a band called Tiny Little Nails, yeah. we would have called him Tiny Little Nils. He just, you know, the ball bounced on his side of the court that time. Oh. And he's nine inch Nils. Till death. To this day, yeah. But yeah, yeah you were thinking of, of Niles. Nine Inch Niles would Nine have been the Niles. hot riff. Yeah. This is my regret. He's getting boned. You think he's a bot? He's getting he's getting puss. You think he oh, you weren't saying you weren't speculating on whether he's a top or a bottom. You're just saying he's, Oh no, that was all you. You yeah. you <laughs> Well, I went right there and I pictured it and I liked it. Well, before we even started, you were like, I'm glad I could I do this come podcast. And talk like a gay. You can talk like a gay. And as as a No, I can't. But, but if there today, were Okay. Yeah. Because if you wanted to sell that as a package mm -hmm. for us restrained, uptight, straight. Yeah. I don't mean all straights are this way, but me. Yeah. I'd sign up for that. Okay. Just a And what would be I'd if I call if, you a slut? <laughs> I'd say, shut up, my, slut. And you'd okay. know that cone of understanding? That's all I mean. Mm-hmm. There's no stereotyping here. There's just an admiration of the freedom of expression. Yeah. That's all. So, like, if you said, shut up, slut, it would be like the but invitation then, is open to be like, like, I'm a meerkat. Like, right. He knows me, you know. In this situation, yeah. almost any other situation, not so good. See, I don't see. I think, <laughs> I feel, I feel like, I feel like certain, I feel like certain gays. Well, Identify not okay. as slut. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's what I mean. You there's there's a million whore. different styles yeah. of of every kind of person. The kind you are is 
a, a delightful uh, reprieve from me being afraid to say like, shut up, slut. Yeah. Or you bitch. I'm more identify as bitch. More of a bitch. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. You you bitch. You know yeah. what I would be? What? Broad. I want to be a broad. Broad? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like a speakeasy, no, you, you busty woman? <laughs> you said it. I want it. You ever see somebody has a, like a lady has a tattoo of a woman on her thigh? Like a pinup? I want to be one of those. Yeah. I want to smoke and swear in front of the elderly. Really? Have highballs and be like, yeah. Yeah. I want to be a broad so bad. Just like a, like, like a, um, like a madam in a brothel. Thank you. Mm -hmm. A little too old to be there. Yeah. But (laughs) still. in charge. She's still in charge. But you know, she gets in the mix when she wants Mm -hmm. to. But yeah, it's if up to a her. senator's in town, and he has to be somewhere in thirty. She's if, like, "You wanna?" You see yeah. me putting on my makeup in a hurry. It's because the uh, senator's in town. Yeah, <laughs> I just found out. They're like, "Ah, she's a tough broad." That one. She's I, got a pistol in her garter belt. You fucking get it. Yes, slut. Because I. <laughs> yes, broad. Sorry. No, 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 no. Slut is good. Bitch is good. Queen. Queen. It's if we're really. Well, queen is very. Queen's like. Um, Iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iconic and Queen are just being tossed around way too much. I agree. Everyone's like, that is, yes, Queen. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Have we earned it? She's still on MySpace. You know, it's like, like, that's facts. We need to move on. I'll take bitch. Mm -hmm. But were I a stop? See, I actually think that being a stand up comedian is a male equivalent of being a curvy, brassy lady. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's you, like you show off. It's fun. You're loud. Not always. Do you, do, you, uh, do you remember the movie Showgirls? Yeah. Do you remember when Nomi yes, Malone worked into the in the strip club? And that Wait, lady, which one's Nomi Malone? She's the lead character. Okay. Jesse from Jessie. Say by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the broad came out and she had like the bustier that went down and shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but that's me. <laughs> she was like, hey, you guys, you that's, guys, you gotta see some tits of what? That's the comedian in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used to be like. Even though the movie's a whole joke itself. <laughs> absolutely. Was I was comedian. just talking about Gina Gershon. I just did my own podcast because Gina Gershon was on Crashing uh, in the second episode uh-huh. of the first season. So I, she's a wonderful person. Of course. And I, I got to do scenes with her and she, it was really cool. And the story I told on my own podcast about Gina was how embarrassing acting is. And she made this really big choice on the day. And I remember being like, all right, lady. <laughs> and then I'm in the edit and I'm like, fucking Gina Gershon, she was right. That's the actor and the comedian and the artist. That's their job is to do something, take a risk that could be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how to like do it cool or whatever, but she did something kind of wild. And I was like, that's why you're Gina it Gershon. Sticks. Yeah. She's cool. She's she cool is lady. cool. I know. I would love to meet her. Oh, my OMG. That's funny because I, um, Jennifer Tilly is on. Um, I mean, now we're in the wheel. Oh, God. Jennifer Tilly, right? Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, who's, who's, that's who we've been talking about. No, Gina Gershon. Oh, Jennifer. Mm, ah. Jennifer Tilly. Liar, liar. She's a, she's a femme broad. I'll give her that. Okay, then I'm talking about femme broads then. Femme broad. Gina Gershon's a broad. Gina Gershon she was in is a guy's girl. She's a guy. She's but just, she's not a broad. Wow, you're right. I know what you mean, though. You she know, is. Yeah. She is. They were lesbians in the movie Bound. Remember? She and Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. <laughs> I just leave. I just leave to this watch it. 
why are you masturbating on my podcast? Not again. <laughs> and the sirens go off and you're like, it's a new record. Thanks you're just trying to... We just cut to like a turkey with like the, we'll be right back. You cut to a turkey baster shooting out <laughs> hot juice. It's so embarrassing. Uh, Dicks are so embarrassing. It's giving gravy. Um, <laughs> so wait, you're, um, let's talk a little bit. You're from Massachusetts. Let's talk a little. Uh, right, right? Yeah. Let's talk about masturbating. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. God. When I lived there, it was called Massachusetts. But like, I I was like, who better to have than the original Pilgrim on <laughs> on the podcast? I would have been considered square amongst the Pilgrims. Do you know that if this you, guy won't even pray? You, <laughs> if you were in full Pilgrim attire right now, like you, how at home would I be? At home, I'd be like, you know, I'm losing a little weight, and I tighten the belt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! The head belt. You would have the head belt. You would yeah. like flog yourself in the. Oh, I would love but that. You were religious, right? Did you? That's you why were... I would love that. Yeah, the guilt. <laughs> Is it Catholic or what? No, but I got the. I, I would consider my level of guilt Catholic level because, like, a very in, involved Protestant. Oh, okay. Would get like close to what I think the Catholics are experiencing with guilt, but very religious. There. See, I grew up very religious. Oh, ish. What flavor? Uh, you know, it was Baptist. Baptist, yeah. Which was which was very Texas, yeah. Not to be uh, too serious, because you I'm can enjoying. go. Off. Well, we'll make it funny. Okay, you just cut to clips of the monkey smelling his own butt and falling over. <laughs> if this gets too boring, I just remember that was one of the cracks in the in the facade for me was that there were so many obviously gay people. Oh yeah, and honestly, on obviously trans people, and yeah. obviously every. Every different shade of person at the church, and it it, it still makes me sad. To, a lot of them have gotten out. I've stayed in touch, and and some of them are just figured out who they are, and it's such a joy. But like at the time when I really believed, it it sucked to know. Like when Kurt Cobain killed himself, I remember being like, "Well, he's in hell. That's fucking <laughs> that's fucking horrible." That's a that's a horror. That was the first thing you thought. Well, well, he's roasting for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Am I right? <laughs> well, the experience was I was listening to that on Nirvana Unplugged. They sing, "Where do bad folks go when they die?" They don't. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, "Wait, he died." Yeah. And he killed himself, and he wasn't a Christian, and like so that's like double hell. Mm -hmm. so he's in like double hell, and I, and that is like. The way that I view that now, I'm like, as well-intentioned as it was, the people that I went to church with, I believe were good people and well-meaning people. But that is a, and I know this word gets used a lot, but that was traumatic for me. Of for, course. For me to believe that a hero of mine was being eternally tormented and to live After with that. After living with torment on the physical side of it or like the earthly yeah, realm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's what I say now is like people that kill themselves don't go to hell. They were in hell. They were I mean, in that, it, that's yeah. That's the, what are you talking about? Like yeah. what kind of worldview do we have where it's like, and it continues in a Looney Tune style. Yeah. Now, now we've, we have gotten too serious, but. No, 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 not no. at all. Balls. But did you go to private school? I went to a Quaker private school. Whoa! What is that? A lot of oatmeal. A lot of oatmeal and candlelight? A lot of oatmeal and wow. candlelight. Wow! Actually, I loved my Quaker school. It was called Cambridge Friends School. Still is. And one of the greatest things about it was, well, there were a lot of great things about it. We called our teachers by their first name. 
Um, I learned a ton. I swear, I learned so much, but it was very, you know, you might make fun of it for being unstructured, like no grades. You just got a report like uh, written up about you. My joke was you either got a hug or a slightly firmer hug. So kids today. Basically, <laughs> it is ahead of its time. I take my daughter to visit schools and I'm like, I literally was like, oh, you have Rise Up singing? That was the music book at my school. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Handshake, fist bump, hug. <laughs> Which one do you want today? Yeah. Precisamundo. Interesting. We weren't that, the modern parent, as I am, is more sensitive than my school was. Nobody was saying big feelings to me. Like, oh, big feelings. Which I actually think is a beautiful thing to do. But this was the 80s. This is as good as we were doing in the 80s. But the other great thing, there's several great things. So we called our teachers by their f first name because they believed everyone was equal, including children, which is fucking dope. That's yeah. so cool. They let me teach a class. Like I knew how to um, program computer games. I know. I didn't have a lot of friends. It sounds like a joke, but it's true. I had a lot of time alone with my computer and I made video games. And then they were like, hey, you know how to do that? Teach the other kids. So they let me teach an elective. Wow. Formative experience. Tell me the difference between that energy and the energy that says, I can do stand up. I should do a special. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. So they taught me, you're valid, you're valuable. And that was huge. And then the third thing was once a day, we had silent meeting which meant it wasn't structured. We were just quiet for 20 minutes. And I mean, tell me how trendy and popular that is now to take a minute in the middle of your day to like sit and be silent. And yeah, I, I just sat there and thought about farts or boobs or whatever. But like I did, eventually it started seeping in as a value. Mm -hmm. It's good to stop and recenter. So like, it's an incredible school. Well, now we have apps that tell us to relax. Yeah. You right. know, you have your aura ring, you have your Apple watch. It's like, take a minute, just yeah. breathe. And you're Relapse. like, I will listen to my machine. Yeah, it's sort of, I I mean, yeah, it's like a slot machine that tells you to go to the buffet. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're getting it coming and going. Go eat, go do that. Well, did you have any like rebellious kids in your school? Well, or was I, everyone just kind of like, eh? I sort of, in junior high... I was Quaker rebellious, meaning I wasn't like 80s movie rebellious. That just sounds funny. I know. Quaker rebellious. It's a great album title. Like, yeah, it is. I was like Quaker rebellious. Mm -hmm. I actually said to Val this week on my own podcast, I was like, I startle so easily. I'm like a Victorian ninny. Me too. Maybe yeah. that's why we get along. I know. Just like, oh, good gracious. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, oh, oh no. I, I cinch my robe and clasp my bros. My clothes is too tight. Yes, that's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're drawn to the control freak paradise of comedy. It's like, I will talk and I'll not just be heard, but I'll orchestrate a place where we're all listening to the same thing and we're all kind of together. Yeah. Because I don't like the... Oh, I know. You know I, I hate the randomness of reality. It's so jump cool. scares and oh yes. No me gusta. I, no me gusta. I get that a lot. But then, so in junior high, I did get in trouble uh, a lot, um, and and that just meant I was given talkings to and sent to the principal's office and that sort of thing. Hey, just sayers, I did a little research here, and I want to read it to you right now. Did you know that we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yeah. Mm, we're eating a lot of plastic a week, and the products that we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. Not just us, but everybody else, your loved ones, everybody. So, Blueland set out to do something about it. Eliminate the use of single-use plastic in products 
that we reach for the most. And they sent me a package of their um, essentials pack, which is hand soap, detergent um, for my dishwasher, my laundry, um, all-purpose cleaner. And I have to tell you, it's the cleanest, most effective products I've used. Uh, they sent me a hand soap that's in a reusable glass container with multiple varieties of tablets to choose from. They all have very specific uh, beautiful scents that I can just throw into one of these glass bottles, shake it up, and I've got hand soap for days, probably even months. And I'm not having to throw away more plastic to go fill up these landfills. I want you guys to get in on the action. Go to blueland.com and get started now. The holidays are here. We're going to be making some messes in the kitchen, around the house, and Blueland here is here to help clean those up. So Blueland has a special offer for all of you listeners. Get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash just saying. You won't want to miss it. I promise you blueland.com slash just saying for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash just saying to get 15% off. You are welcome. Hey, Just Sayers, you guys know I like to cook, but I got to be honest, it kind of stresses me out. You know, there's like the prep and then you got to clean it all up. But let me tell you guys something and let you in on a little secret. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean. Feel your best during this busy fall season with delicious nutritionist approved recipes featuring clean ingredients and no artificial colors, sweeteners, high fructose corn syrup, and limited added sugar and limited processed ingredients. Choose from recipes featuring lean proteins like turkey and sockeye salmon, scallops and shrimp, certified organic whole fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and plenty of whole grain options. Kickstart your clean eating routine with 80 plus weekly options featuring nutritionist approved and foodie approved recipes. Choose from our eight meal preferences, including new quick and easy, calorie smart, delicious discoveries, and plant-based options. Guys, I gotta be honest with you. I got sent some of these direct to my home all of the instructions were there. The vegetables were fresh. The meats were delicious. And to be honest, so quick and easy to prepare. I honestly put most of it in an air fryer, called it a day. And everything is portion control, so you're not wasting anything. If you want to just save half for another day, it'll be there. So it's wonderful for you. And if you got a family, even better for the whole family. You have time to eat clean this busy fall with our new quick and easy recipes that are ready in 30 minutes or less. That's how fast it is. Eating well doesn't have to be boring. Feel free to be your best this fall and satisfy your cravings with adventurous eats made nutritious. Discover exciting new flavors with recipes that feature farm fresh ingredients like tart cherries, truffle zest, and rainbow carrots. Who doesn't love a truffle zest? Go to greenchef.com slash 60justsayin and use code 60justsayin to get 60% off plus free shipping. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 just saying and use code 60 just saying that's 60 J U S T S A Y I N to get 60% off plus free shipping. 60% off. That's insane. So go to Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. I actually just found a video of me from probably 10, 15 years ago. 15. And, I, and it was just a video diary I did, probably on like a Palm Trio or something, or a first iPhone. Uh-huh. And I, I just opened for Dave Cooley, and I'm in the woods, and I'm talking to myself. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. 
That was a that was a peak moment for me. So I actually love Dave. I'm not saying it to put him down. I'm just like this was a big moment for me. I'm in the woods after the show. Yeah, Blair Witch Project. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm so fulfilled. <laughs> I did it. I did it. But what was weird was I was I I was like I am not even talking like me. Maybe this is forced, but one of the reasons I, I tend to love uh, talking to gay people on my podcast is because they know themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the appeals of the whole. Again, I'm generalizing, but the aesthetic. You guys and girls have done the work. Yeah. And I want everybody to be out in every way. Sex is just one way to be out. But I'm, I just want everyone to realize themselves. I don't mean that in a spiritual way. I mean, like, fucking figure yourself out. And I was watching a video of me, and I was like... Baby, you yeah. don't know who you are. Uh, I was talking like Ace Ventura, you know what I mean? And I was alone. Yeah, in the I, woods. And I was, I know. <laughs> no Nobody Amber Alert. That. No Amber Alert was issued that day. Facts. <laughs> Facts. They were like, thank God he's gone. It's, he's in the woods? Like, how yeah. deep? Oh, okay. All right. So I'll go back to the picnic, guys. It's not an amber color. It's a flashing <laughs> rainbow celebratory color. He's gone. But but anyway, I don't know how I got off on that. But but in junior high, I it reminded me of that me. Like, I've come so far. Mm -hmm. And that is my hope for everybody. A lot of people, I don't mean to be uncaring, but like a lot of people just hit pause. They have arrested development. Yeah. They stop. And you go back home and you go to the whatever and there's the guy from high school and it's like you're talking to the guy from high school. And that's a tragedy. It is. Yeah. Not for me. I'll talk to you. It's a throwback. For them, one of the joys of life and one of the reasons it's so great to be an artist is because it literally becomes your job to extricate and lay out your personality. Mm -hmm. And again, sexuality is just a, a part of it. Everything. What do you really... Like, mm -hmm. what are you really about? How do you really feel? How do you really talk? How do you really move? What does your body really feel like? And and I, I feel very privileged to have been podcasting and stand up both and writing and whatever that have encouraged me to like dig deeper. Like when I did Crashing, the first thing Judd Apatow had me do was like, because it's about my divorce. He was like, write 15 pages of just everything you remember from that time. And, and we didn't use it per se, but it was like, it was almost like he was Mr. Miyagi-ing me going like, yeah. all right, tell me about losing your erection while masturbating or I'm not doing this. Wow. You know what I mean? And I had to go like, again, growing up religious, I was like, I would never look at how I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's what it's like being depressed. You can't even get yourself. So the joke is even I don't want to be with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's funny, but it's only funny if we can get to the real mm -hmm. and you know, when people are faking it, and you know when people are hiding. And you know when worse, people are doing an impression of somebody else, which is fine. We're all doing impressions of somebody else to some extent. But, like, do it in the most you way possible. I don't know how I got here. I just wanted to give no, you a, that's actually wanted really to give you a social clip. Well, no, I like, you know, we're, we're going into a new year soon. And it's like, you know, sometimes oh I feel like, yeah, I, I know. Isn't that crazy? I feel like sometimes those little moments of... Zen, when you hear it from somebody else and everyone's trying to deal with mental health and stuff, you never yeah. know what the spark could be that could yeah. be like, okay, well, if Pete Holmes said it, he was lost in the woods. It's true. You know? It's, and I was. Turn yeah. around and find yeah. I am lost in the woods. It's crazy because I went. Now, what thinking, song was that? Uh, Frozen 2. I have a daughter. This has been just saying. Is that a breeder <laughs> face? 
Did oh you my. just give me breeder face? Breeder face? Breeder. What's breeder face? Breeder. That's on you. I have never heard that. I know the term, but we don't say that. It's over? I'll update Who, my Did file. someone say you're giving breeder face? No, no, no. I made a breeder face. But, okay. but being <laughs> Which like, is also a I good album you were cover, too. <laughs> I thought you were doing faux disgust that I breed. No, I'm like, you know, I just try to keep this podcast real like bro. I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. drop Frozen too, And I'm and like, my daughter. Oh, God, this Have you ever had elk meat? Broad, sorry. Uh, <laughs> by the end, I'll be a queen. By the yes. end, I'll have earned queen. Let's dream big. Wait, have I ever what? Eaten elk meat. I was trying to be like Joe, Joe Rogan. I have eaten elk meat. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine, you yeah, know. It's fine. What's really good is just sliced jalapenos. Like all of the, I'm just, that's what he does. I just Really? Know. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We just we want to fucking bro out. and I get it. No, the, the bro stock exchange is going high. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that to other myself from it. I find myself being drawn to like these, these like buff dads that are like, shut up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, sir. Like, I'm not immune to it. Yeah. When Joe's like, just fucking quit, smoke a cigar and shut up. I'm like, that was more Burr. But, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a deficit. And when Burr comes out, he's like, no, nah, I'm serious. Just drink a scotch up. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm still I can searching. Do, I can, I can, I can definitely bro out if I want to. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. But you know, one of the things, and I, I don't know if this is where you were going. Even when I was at that Quaker school, all my friends were girls. I've always loved talking. Mm -hmm. The joke I wrote in my book was I'd go to the ball game with my dad and I'm like, why aren't we talking? Yes, I get that. And that is how I, I, I my, my wife jokes that I'm 60, 40 male, fem, like leaning female. Cause I like talking about feelings. Mm -hmm. I like, I like talking about like, I know it sucks, man. It fucking sucks that this stuff is sort of like unconsciously denigrated by me mm -hmm. saying that it's feminine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it sucks that that still exists, but like embodiment and like, and feelings and all that stuff. I fucking love it. I want to go deep. I hate, I know I, I hate how I sound right now, but like, I really don't want to, you know, what makes me want to jump out a window is when people are just sharing the shows they're watching. I just can't stand it really. It's just like, what do you mean? Like we're at a party and and for forty five minutes, oh, yes. we're just like, so, have you, what are you guys seen watching? Love on the Spectrum? <laughs> I'm like, have you ever seen a ghost? Who do you know yeah. that died? Yeah. Like, what are you afraid of? And I know that makes. If you were an animal, what would it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you guys watching? I just can't crashing do out it. of a window. <laughs> <laughs> I just and you know there there's a lot of judgment and 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 when i'm in my most open hearted place i can get it i can get with it but i'm like we're currently wasting time just talking about things we'll watch to waste our time mm -hmm. and sooner or later we're going to wake up on our deathbeds and be like the whole thing was just talking about netflix yeah yeah fucking hell man but what are you watching right now <laughs> no i actually I, I I don't I I'm not above that. I want to yeah. be clear. I like talking about that sometimes, but if it goes too far. But there is that group of people like in a uh, setting where you're you're like, well, shit, I'm supposed to bond with these people yeah. and yeah, yeah, get yeah. to know new people, and someone's like, so like, and what you, you know watching? it's coming. What are you watching? What are you watching? And you're like, that, porn. 
porn. Aggressive. Hardcore, I'm disturbingly rough porn. Stepbrother porn. When yeah. did that take over? Step, the step family porn? Yeah, just stepmom, stepmother. Yeah, I'm going to grab my water real quick. Because my throat's getting dry. We don't, we're not the first comics to uncover that little chest. What, the steps? Have you know the, 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 steps. the stuck porn is is a thing too. I'm in a twelve step program. It means I I just watched a dozen step mother. Just porn. disgusting porn. Um, you know what? Part of me admires it. It's very Freudian. It's like just own it. You want it to be your mom. <laughs> <laughs> like hats off. <laughs> Hats off to you. Fade to black. If you can, roll. if you can jizz while going, mommy. If the word step helps you get to your fantasy, yes. Like, God, God bless. Yeah. Oh, they're not related. Yeah. Oh. Safe. We're God. safe. Um, I was gonna say, and I can't. We were talking about. Well, I do like how open you are about people trying to find their true selves. Yeah. Um. Because I was the same way in school growing up. I was friends with the girls, all that stuff. Um, but I used, I was not, you know, making video games. Right. <laughs> but I was on stage. Yeah. I was like the lead in every school play. Because yep. I got to perform and yeah. act out. That yeah. was my sport. Yeah. And I was the same way. I'd be like, I'd go to like a, a football game and just be like, I don't know what this is. Right. I don't know why I'm watching this. I don't why care. Are we but talking? look, these cheerleaders have a routine that's uh, like going I, pretty well. They're doing show business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm exactly. There was a time, I think we talked about it briefly on the on the Pete Holmes show, doing a monologue called How Am I Not Gay? But you can see why we didn't. Because it's just a little whatever it is. Yeah. It's not quite safe waters to say that certain behaviors lead to whatever. Well, but, I would do a monologue called How Am I Not Straight? Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'll yeah. tell you, it'll be the best monologue I've ever heard. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, that, that you, the, 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 the politics of that, yeah. like who's appropriate. Who's better yeah. and who's not. Is, well, yeah. <laughs> well, who's allowed to, and forget it. I, yeah. I'm not the arbiter of that. But I did trade stickers with girls. I always wanted to talk about feelings. I was in every school play. In junior high, I didn't like sports. I always hung out with my mom. We used to go on walks and and suck in our stomachs. Like I'm like, oh okay, that was yeah. I, that could have gone a different route and suck yeah. each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, we get it. You want to suck your mom's toes? <laughs> step mom, step mom. As long as it's step, mm. so gross. Um, but yeah, but we didn't do it. But anyway, I I always just I don't know. There's. There's a oh god I can't believe I'm quoting a Bible story right now. Oh, do it! I'm about <laughs> You're to. Your first Bible story. Here it is. Yeah. J- Jacob and Esau. But these are good archetypes. They're 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 deep, primordial. Is Esau the hairy daddy. Yes. Work. He's also red. So he's 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 basically Joe Rogan, but he's red. What's the difference? <laughs> a slight change of hue is the difference. And and then there's um, Jacob, who they call him a dweller in tents. Yeah. So he's with the women, and he's like. And you know what else he's doing? He's scheming. He's smart. And he and he gets his father's blessing instead of Esau, who uh, is tricked out of it. So I always felt that way. I was like, my dad and my brother had sports. They had guy stuff. Mm-hmm. I was over with mom, but we were kind of plotting. Like, what do we do? And, and like, girls didn't like me at the time. And my father, you know, my father felt how he felt. I, I don't know. But, like, later I, I did win his respect by doing something that's 
essentially theater. You know what I mean? Like stand-up comedy is like. What did you do? Like slay a dragon or something? No, no, no. By doing those things. Oh, by going by going up on stage in but, front of people. But, so fathers will be tricked by yes. success yes. and money. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. you're really like, I'm wearing makeup and pretend clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking jokes on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'm so proud of you, and but, you're like, I've been doing this the whole time. That's exactly my point. Yeah. He. Uh, a very, I, I'm embarrassed that this comes up so much, but my dad, I played with action figures until I was 18 and my dad gave them away. That's why I so stopped. So you were 18? Here's why though. <laughs> okay. Is because that's just little shows. I'm just doing improv. I'm, you know, it was stories. I, I get it. It's yeah. not normal. <laughs> but like my dad gave them away, kind of uh-huh. like a boy named Sue style. Like oh. he wanted to kind of like. Become a man already. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I get it. But, like, when I'm writing a script, you know what I'm fucking doing? I'm playing with goddamn G.I. Joe's. In your head. I am. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a real satisfaction once success and, and, frankly, money, once you can tell your dad, they gave me this to do that show. Uh, like, I, I opened for Celine Dion, and can you believe it? They gave me $10,000. Like, now, Dad... Now it's not so dumb. Not that he ever said it was dumb, but like, so that's very Jacob. Mm-hmm. Esau is like, I'll be like dad. I'll I'll hunt and I'll be strong. And he, in the in the end, I mean, nobody really talks about Esau. Well, because he was like really red and hairy. And his name's Esau. Let's and be Esau, real. Just I'm Esau. Like, I wonder ugh. if there are no bit any Jewish children named Esau because he's not he's not a hero. Esau McGraw. Wasn't that someone? Was that someone? Can we Google Esau there, McGraw? There, in fact, that's a, you know, it's a, an interesting Google is names from the Old Testament that don't get you, like Haman from Purim. Like, that's a villain. There are no Jewish children being named. Yeah, Esau McGraw. He's a comedian. Oh, my God. I thought you were doing a, a total bit. No. He's a comedian named Esau. And he's he's black. He's not red. He's African American. He's not red. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we stand with the red community. I'm sorry. <laughs> Microdosing. Very trendy right now. Everyone's talking about microdosing. And I actually was introduced to microdosing by microdose.com. They sent me over some delicious gummies. And I have to be honest, I was a little hesitant at first because whenever I think of gummies, I immediately think of what am I getting into? Am I going to bite half of this? Am I going to be cool? Or am I going to be in the corner looking at shadow people? And I have to tell you, these gummies, I swear by. They not only help me relaxing um, after a long day, but they help my mind control. They help my mind at ease. They help me be creative. Um, they just put me in a good mood and they're very, very, very low dose. I'm not a big fan of marijuana, but a little teeny tiny bit of THC can go a long way. And you're going to love them. They're going to make you feel amazing throughout the day. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have your mind at ease. Wow. Really? Yeah. You are. With microdose.com, you are in control of your own experience. I found when I took one of these gummies, I felt a sense of clarity. Um, I felt relaxed. I felt giggly. I was having fun. I was actually enjoying a peaceful day in this chaotic world. Um, Not only 
Does it help me fall asleep at night? But it also helps me stay asleep. And I just felt um, very in the moment, which is very refreshing and very nice to experience. Now, to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code JUSTSAYING to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com and use promo code JUSTSAYING, J-U-S-T-S-A-Y-I-N microdose.com, just saying, for 30% off. You are going to love it. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Where were we going? Okay, let's get into your special. You have a special out called I Am Not For Everybody. Because everybody is one, one word. word. Every one, one is, is two people, words. People get anxiety at whether or not it's one or two. So that is true. It's true. And, but it's called that because that's what I said in the bit. Mm-hmm. I am not for everybody. And also right, that going is, out in public uh, and coming home with the keys. That's exactly right. Yep. yep. I, yeah. I say I'm proud of this because of the point of it. And it, it was also just a good title, I thought. But I go... If that joke's offensive to you, I completely agree. <laughs> I tell an offensive joke, mm-hmm. and I go, "If you, if that's offensive, I agree." And I go, "Isn't that refreshing <laughs> to like, know that you're not for everybody?" No, no, for them, for me to admit it as a comedian. Oh, yes, and go like, "I'm not going to be like get real, yeah, to joke." I'm like, but my point is, being offended is 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 part of life. Mm-hmm. In fact, I offend myself, and then I go, and so do you. If you watch your thoughts, I offend myself every day. That's true. I offend myself every single day. My thoughts, sometimes my actions, I'm like, that wasn't cool. Like, especially thoughts. Isn't that interesting, especially with all this, like, hubbub about, like, cancel culture and everything? I feel like mentally, each one of us, no matter what walk of life you're in, you could be a stay-at-home mom, you could be... a comedian, an actor, actress, a lawyer. Every one of us every day cancels ourselves mentally. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And Bill Burr has a bit about that where he goes, who here if your thoughts were printed out and emailed to everyone you work with it would, yeah. in one hour of a day would still have a job tomorrow? And that is a lonely feeling. And that's meaning you feel like you're the only one. And we're back to like, solidarity. I mean, but it's still, a, that's a Bible. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. Cause like the, the, you know, and I'm not trying to get religious or, or anything here, but it's don't just, be religious. It, you know what I mean though? It's like, he's well, without sin, cast the first stone. For sure. We all, well, we all ex- have it. But we've lost that. And yeah. what's funny is it's even difficult to talk about in religious 
terms. Like I, I, I mean, even person. the religious leaders, the politicians, everything is just like, bleh. well, everybody's been turned into a politician. Ooh. And then it's like, you, all your stuff is on social. The, <clears> the point that I make about that is like, you know, I've been to Amsterdam. You go to some show, and uh, let's it's not a joke. I saw a woman smoke a cigar in her vagina. Right. Okay. Yeah. Stepmom. She was a stepmom. That's step someone's stepmom. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> that was what the show was. Yeah. Um, but it was two in the morning, and I had been drinking absinthe, and I was like, this is completely whatever. I had like a drinking. broad does. Look at you, Moulin Rouge over here, just <laughs> with a white glove. <laughs> With a white glove that I don't remember buying or putting on. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, things like that exist. That's an extreme example of the type of things that they have in yeah. Berlin yeah. or Amsterdam or whatever. But the context was there. I went into a show in the red light ditch district and that was what was on offer. And it's what we did. It was actually in mixed company. It was men and women. And it was just sort of like, wow, that was a trip. The problem is, is like you take a Bill Burr bit about, whatever, let's say it's about abortion or, or just something very hard, hard to talk about. And you're at a comedy club and you, you, you've entered into the arena. You've entered into the context. The Thunderdome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that matters. Mm -hmm. You're also with friends. It's also nighttime. A lot of clubs make you prostrate yourself, meaning you, you have to lower yourself to go into the comedy cellar. And that's good. Mm -hmm. You're like tucked away in this little secret now it's got sleepover energy. And now we're making this agreement, just like at a modern art exhibit. Okay, Maria Abramovich is now going to throw shit at you. Mm -hmm. But that's what you wanted because the human thing, the human condition wants weird things. For evidence of this, look at your dreams. Your dreams are trying to make sense of reality, help you process reality. And the way they do it isn't polite, kind, appropriate. It's not civil. It's crazy. Yeah. And art reflects this. Yeah. But we need to be walked into it, just like falling asleep gets us ready for our dreams. If I started having a dream right now, it'd be very unsettling. It'd be called a hallucination, and that would be crazy for me. But as I fall asleep, I go into that space. As I go down the stairs into the comedy cellar, I'm entering into that space. That really matters to the human animal. Then I see Bill Bird do this joke. Let's say it's divisive. Part of the joke is that I'm laughing, part of it is, is shock, whatever it is, but I'm being provoked and yeah. incited. And Tantalized. I'm, I'm titula titillated. Titillated. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I signed wanted. Up for. That's yeah. what I signed up for. Now, that joke is a clip on social. Right. And I share it, and now it shows up in my mother's Instagram feed, and she's looking at it at 10 a.m. next to a lake. And that's completely inappropriate mm -hmm. in the same way that it's inappropriate for work, Pete, if I'm working in a, a corporate situation, to like that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm lucky that I have a, a job where people expect me. Oh, he's been to a weird show in Amsterdam. That's not a problem. But if I was your boss, is that the values of United Airlines? Right. That he went to a sex show. It's and, like, why not just post a drunken clip of the Christmas party, you right. know, where we're all acting up. And it's which like, is, that's not the time and the place. Which is another funny agreement that human beings enter into. Like, it, it's really dangerous to think 
that were just brains and were just yeses and nos and ins and outs and preferences, likes, dislikes, and all that sort of stuff. Because we are Christmas parties and we are, what is a Christmas? The room is dark. We're going to have alcohol. Open bar. Now your boss isn't your boss. Yeah. Now he's Steve. We're all just hanging out. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. So these, these are cues. So it's like what I, my joke, I was like, oh, please let me be gay for the day. Like, yeah. like, let me use that. We want, it's like mask work. Tribes will put on masks and behave accordingly. This is not new. Mm-hmm. We need safe, interesting, sometimes dangerous or salacious or a little bit wicked. Or, I mean, I'm not the first to say this, but like culturally, we seem to have a very firm grasp on the fact that I can go to a John Wick movie and exercise and and reconcile my own propensity for violence, my own desire for violence, my own uh, whatever, justice, whatever you want to call it. Um, so we, we can demark that. We can go, that doesn't mean, no one would think if Steve, your boss, was like, I like John Wick 4. No one would be worried about that. And I think that's actually good. That's right. But I think it's weird that we go, I liked Bill Burr's special. Hold on. It's in the same way we want to watch someone get blown away with a gun. And that's that's part of the human, that's a dream you might have as well. More of a blowtorch. But yeah, I get it what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Once yeah. upon a time in Hollywood. Absolutely. There pool scene, go. my favorite thing in the world. Come on. I'm like yelling at it. Like, you know, I, I love it. I fucking love that movie It's great. Too. But what's going on with Tarantino? What's going on with John Wick? These aren't just sales decisions. This mm. is a collective unconscious desire. And, and like a dream we're all having at the same time. We've agreed this is a dream that we sort of need mm-hmm. in the same way when I see Bill. And I know Bill. Bill's nuanced. Bill will see the other side of things. But but fuck that. Put that aside and just talk real hard from that side to delight me. That's something I say on stage. If I do feel like they're getting a little squeamish or something, I say, everything I say is to delight you. Meaning we're on like a hayride. It's not fully haunted, but mm. there might be some strange moments or jump scares or like something in in the corn, um, but it's <laughs> to delight you. Yeah. And it's sloppy being a human, but going back to what you were saying about it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or, or a pirate, it's a lonely and dangerous Same thing, thing. Yeah. to think that you're the only one that... Uh, for no reason, gets a, a flood of a rage, a flood of confusing sexual feeling or whatever it might be. It's not helpful. The way is not around, it's through. Talk to your anger, talk to your pain, talk to your sadness. Really start a dialogue with it. Don't be embarrassed that when your neighbor is using their um, leaf blower that you think you're in danger. You know what I mean? Like what? Oh, like how social media is like doing like get off. No, like, what I'm that was unclear. Uh-huh. What I mean is when my neighbor's using their leaf blower, <laughs> I really go I have this like anger and I'm like, you fuck, right? Ugh, so loud it's ruining oh, okay. it's ruining the Saturday. But really ask the feeling, what do you think is going on here? And you'd if you're anything like me, this is just me, you go, Well, this person doesn't care that it's Sunday. At like eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. So they don't care uh, about me. They're not thinking about me. 
they're only thinking about themselves. What's wrong with that? Why is it evoking a fight-flight response in me right now? It's because, well, first of all, it sounds like a predator. It sounds like a motorcycle. <laughs> but also, like, this person is proving themselves, at least in my limited and not very well-thought-out reasoning, this person is demonstrating that they're unsafe and therefore they might be a threat to me. That's why you're having a fight-flight response. Your body thinks you're in danger. So get it talking so you can reason and go, no, they have a leafy yard. You know what I'm saying? But see, is it wrong to think that like, I feel like that's disrespectful? Like, because I feel like- You mean they, the what they're yeah. doing? Oh, no, I, I agree with you. Because I'm like, they know you have kids. They know right. you have a wife. But it they, doesn't like, mean you're unsafe. It can mean they're an asshole. It could even mean they're yeah. inconsiderate. But don't let it catastrophize to the point where you actually think, and I don't mean think, I mean your body thinks, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. Or- this is my arguing parents, or this is my abusive oh, ex-partner. Because then that boils up all happening. that trauma. That's and, what the body yeah. is doing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Am I on the right podcast? <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm like, oh, okay. But let's continue with family, shall we? Mm. Um, Thanksgiving is here. Well, I, I'm trying to remember like what Thanksgiving was for me as a kid. Um, I don't know what it was in the Quaker household, but we just like ordered out a lot. Oh, really? Um, yeah, we didn't. Re my mom was not. I mean, she made like a green bean casserole and she was like, this is it. Well, we were like, well, we need like a protein. We need, some, <laughs> we need, we need like something like I feel like we had there was like big family Thanksgivings on my on my stepdad's side. Uh, and um, <laughs> and but, like, <laughs> um, but like as far as like my my basic family it was just very like we just ordered lubies which was fantastic which was like a cafeteria they'd have like turkey and pie and all that sure, stuff sure sure um what was yours was yours my mom would cook which was her little uh, <laughs> not little it was her it was in a little way her performance and i used to churn butter i churned the butter <laughs> with my pilgrim hat no, what brings what brings it to mind? There's a heartbreaking thing to it because both both my parents have performer in them, mm -hmm. and my mom. I remember when you made cream corn. Sick. <laughs> that is such a funny time to yell sick. Creamed corn. Yeah, yeah no, it's sick. It's it's Who gross. thought of creamed corn? The corn people, big big corn. <laughs> the the creamers of the corn. Yeah, yeah. you know what'll make this corn even better? It probably cream. it probably was a dairy surplus, and they were like, Ugh. "We got to move this cream." Like a war food. It is a war food. Creamed corn. Oh God, post apocalyptic. Mm -hmm. But a treat if it is post apocalyptic. You're like, Ooh, fat and starch. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let's give thanks. <laughs> But my dad, I guess, said he liked cream corn, and my mom thought she was surprising him with it, and he ate it, and he didn't say shit, and it was it was like watching a joke bomb. I was like, this is brutal. So I have no good real—I don't really have good Thanksgiving memories, and it, I, I don't want to oversell it. My family is—it's um, it, just—it is—I uh, don't—there's love. Yeah. But as a unit, and I would say this if they were here, I'm like, as a unit, we struggle. We're not great all together. There's a lot of like, we can break off and kind of do better. And Thanksgiving to me was always just like, my mom's doing her open mic. <laughs> my dad's a bad audience. I'm over here going, cream corn, good <laughs> stuff, mom. Trying to save the day. 
my brother is, you know, had his, he was more of a freeze. Mm -hmm. I was more of a razzle dazzle. Same. Right. You're so, Mar were you born in March? I am. March 22nd? 30. 30th? Yeah. Okay. Where are you? March 20th. 10 days. Maybe that makes like, like us like, you know. Yeah, I believe it. Because I think, I think I was the same way. I was talking to my mom the other day and she was like, you know, Thanksgiving, we were, Thanksgiving came up and she was like, we couldn't sit anywhere at the table with you because I was always making everybody laugh at the yeah, table. Like yeah. it was such a, a, I wanted to see people choke on yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I wanted, I wanted my mom to be like, like yeah, do the yeah, spit yeah, take yeah, in a yeah, restaurant. And I would just yeah. like do that. And of course, like, my stepdad was like, sorry, you know, but then my youngest brother and I, he's the funniest person in my whole family to me because mm. he just makes me laugh. And he and I would bounce off each other. And then with the two of us would join forces. It was just like, oh, ah. this is making me happy. Oh, it was the best. We'd go out to restaurants and they'd be like, um, uh, where would y'all like to sit? And we were like in the back of the restaurant. Yeah, 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 like yeah. we would ask as a family to sit in the furthest spot so we could all just be laugh like, and have a good time. That's amazing. Yeah. That really so that that's the Thanksgiving to me. It doesn't have to be the, that one day with carrots and cream corn You're and shit. You're helping me remember that my uncle Larry, so my my family really benefits from an outside person. So when my uncle my uncle Larry died a while ago, but when he was there, he was one of the few people that could like break my dad's balls and it was so funny. Yeah. He was like Archie Bunker without the racism and all that stuff, but he had that sort of like yeah, but and like what? Make him laugh, or just kind of like roast him in front he of roast everybody. Him and yeah. my dad, if the dynamic is right, my dad loves to be roasted and loves roasting. So like, I remember that being like I, I filmed it. Actually, I would take my camera out and secretly film it, which means I I knew something special was happening. So my family is like to say something positive instead of just being kind of vague about how it was tense. There was it was loud. And there was laughter yeah. when we got cooking. We didn't always get there. Um, so I'm one of those people that this time of year, I love having a family now because I, I, I'm all about giving my daughter and my and my wife and our, our little unit its own traditions. Right, and yeah. That's really valuable to me. But I do just, and I'm saying this not to talk shit as much as I'm trying to give solidarity to other people that may feel this way. Right around October, I start getting anxious, meaning how am I going to tell my family I don't want to go to Boston? Mm. Not, not so much because it's it's torture or anything, but because I'm trying to do something new. I get that. And that's hard to wow. say. I'm doing that this year. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I I um I saw a good portion of my family over the summer for a wedding. And we hung out with them last Christmas. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, we've done it. Like yeah. my my boyfriend and I, we want to do our own thing for Christmas. And you I know? think that's really beautiful. Yeah. We I, buy ornaments for the tree. We are like starting our own memories. You yeah. know, we're contemplating like getting a dog next year or something uh, like I that. You know, because it's like. And it's just exhausting. It's yeah. just like, oh, I got to get on this plane and sit next to this footless well, woman. And Tim, not footless, yeah. shoeless, shoeless woman. <laughs> shoeless woman. Yes. No. And, shoeless broad. And luckily, you know, again, to say something good about my folks is that they will understand. If I say to my mom, we'll come after the holidays. Yes. It's just too crazy. She, she knows that that's true. And there's also just, 
my wife loves Christmas and I get depressed every Christmas. I didn't know this about myself until doing the work that we were talking about. I was like, oh my God, like I really... You get depressed during Christmas? Right. I mean, it's already kind of, I'm already starting to keep it at bay. And every, <laughs> I know. And every year I go, this is the year I'm not, I'm not going to do it. My wife, I can hear my wife's voice going like, if it happens, that doesn't mean it's a failure. You just have to acknowledge the feeling and move on. But I do want to like have this be a happy Christmas. Because when you have a, so my in-laws and Val, they're like Christmas people. They give thoughtful gifts. They have like a Yule log. They might as well be singing carols. They're well, so- do you want to give them some dangerously dope seasoning? That'll really spice up their... <laughs> That's what I would need <laughs> just like to get there. For the holidays, be like, hey, let's just put this on the yes. turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think they might like that. But then I remember one Christmas, they were all having a very, literally a jolly time. And then my brother came and I was so happy to see him. And it was like another werewolf had shown up. And because I was a secret werewolf. Oh, I was okay. Like going like, ha, ha, ho, ho, ho. It is the best to listen to the same music for oh, two months. I know. You know, but really what it is is, is the memories of, of, of like a lot of tense family feelings. And they're still in there. Mm-hmm. So I hear these songs and I'm not like, ho, ho, ho. We're he, all he, happy. He. I'm more like, oh, do you remember what it was like to kind of feel tight? So when my brother showed up, I was like, finally, someone who speaks my language. Yeah. And we just huddled in the shadows. And we just kind of, it was really beautiful. It's like one of the beautiful things about having a sibling, but also just like life and sharing your life and sharing your feelings. Once we started like just mirroring to each other, like, hey, this is a hard time of year. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know. Yeah. Remember this? Yeah, remember this? Remember? And then and then we did Open lock up. into the Christmas yeah. spirit. But I'm one of those people. I was like, we have to, and I don't, if I could design it another way, I wouldn't design it this way. But things need to be acknowledged for me. I want to be like this. I, it's as simple as going, I know this can be hard. That's all. That's all I really need. But yeah. Let's let's put on Santa costumes and and when I watch my daughter enjoy it, I mean, like I am warming up to Christmas. <laughs> I think that's what it is when you see the actual joy and le- rather than the commercialism and the that's right. The uh, it's just an excuse to be together, and so is everything. Yeah. But to reclaim things and to redo them, that's why I'm happy for you and your partner to be like. We're going to do it. It's not a cruelty to your family. It's actually a compliment. It's like you raised me and made me know myself yeah. and be self-sufficient and 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 we're close enough that I can be honest about it. Yeah, that. I'm going to be like Maxine Waters and be like, reclaiming my Christmas time, reclaiming my Christmas time. I don't yeah. know what that means. You know, Maxine Waters? Oh, she says reclaiming my time on the like, on the, on the, what is it? Senate floor? I think she said, or maybe the House of Representatives. Oh, okay. When like the when they're prosecuting someone and they try to interrupt, uh, she's like, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my Christmas time, reclaiming my Christmas time. Um, oh my let's God. talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Here are thirteen times the iconic show went wrong. <laughs> I love when parades go horrible, go awry. Yeah. Yes. Um. So <laughs> this is Mighty Mouse crumbling to the ground. But I feel like this is like one of the first ones. So no, it's like 1956. Um, but what what happened? He just fell to the ground. Hold on. Um, 
The balloon hit a street sign. It crumbled to the ground, proving that the Mighty Mouse was no longer so mighty. Okay. For those of you not familiar with Mighty Mouse, he was an anti-Semitic rodent. He was? I'm just kidding. Oh, my I'm just God. Kidding. I'm just kidding. In this climate? <laughs> I know. Popeye. I, I was just trying to tie him to the old days, not current events. Yikes. You're thinking of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Popeye pours water on the crowd. In 1957, Popeye uh, decided to get revenge on onlookers or was simply no match for the weather as it flew in the rain. The sailor man's hat collected so much rainwater that once it met the wind, water ultimately ended up falling on parade goers below. That's nice. From the right angle, it looked like blood pouring from his eyes. See, I would like that. Yeah, I like See, that. See, I like, I like a balloon, like a proper balloon mishap, like Kermit suffering a head wound. It's all just balloon mishaps. It's all, yeah, it's balloon. But we can talk about more mishaps because there's been plenty of Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade mishaps. Um, Isn't it funny that the, the branding is... Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Macy's. Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. It's like when they're like the Del Taco Arena. But I always love it when it's like... The because they all lip sync, so they're like when the trackles start late and they're just like, poor Ashley Simpson still can't get a job to this day after SNL. But you know, some American Idol season 48 winner can (laughs) that is so funny. Have you noticed that? How they'll be like, here we have uh Jordan Sparks singing for Welch's grape juice, and and no more Ashley Simpson. Yeah, You know what it is, is we're flying so close to the sun with everything being so fake. Mm. And yet when it's revealed, even in the slightest to be fake, we're like, fake! But now we're we're profiting off of fake because people are getting on TikTok and lip syncing to like movies and dialogue. And and you can garner. And it's like, whatever. There's a dude, somebody showed me on TikTok just watching the Batman videos that we made. He's not even, it's not a reacting video. It's just like it cuts to our video. That costs a lot of money to make, uh-huh. well shot, well everything. And then it just cuts to a guy being like. Yeah. And, and this dude million has likes. millions. Yeah. Of, and I'm not even mad at it. I'm just sort of like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> that's it. It's just a reaction video. Um, it's, and barely reacting. This is the one I'm living for. The cat in the hat puts a woman into a coma. Oh, man. So Barney, I guess, fell down in the 1997 parade, and another <gasps> character, the cat in the hat, struck a lamppost, knocking it down into the crowd below. The post fractured the skull of one woman, sending her into a coma for a month and forcing Macy's to implement new rules on how big balloons could be. I would be that woman. That's how you that, want that's that would how totally, you want to go. That would be my luck. Yeah. Donk. Yeah. One balloon, two balloon, three balloon floor. <laughs> like oh my God. Dr. Seuss. What's worse? It was Mike Myers' cat in the hat. Oh man. Speaking of nightmares and waking up going, what? Imagine coming out of that coma and they're like, the cat in the hat did this to you. And you're like, oh, I'm in an alternate reality. <laughs> like I'm in a new dimension. What happened? Well, do you like Dr. Seuss? Not yeah, I do. I wonder if she remembers it. No. Uh, you delete, got hit by a thing one it. and a thing two, and it knocked you out for a couple weeks, and all you can eat is green eggs and ham. <laughs> She's like, what? no. Yeah. I feel like that's what the morning radio guys were like. They're like, but I do not like that, Sam. I oh, am. man. Yeah. Abadi, abadi, abadi. Eminem's accident forces someone to get stitches in the head. All right. <laughs> This so, is why we need our M&M's genderless. Is that what they did? No. But, you know, that whole thing. The green like, one. The green one's too hot. The brown one has dreams. We got to get rid of them. 
There were so many. Everyone had a, a problem. Yes, look, here's Scotty McCreary misses his cue. Remember Scotty McCreary? I do. He you sang, do? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that season. <laughs> you he did? Sang, he sang like Johnny Cash, kind of. You're right. Yeah. He had the really, really deep voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was singing his hit, The Trouble with Girls. A little more conversation, a little more. Action. That was totally him. He made it very obvious he was not singing live by missing his cue and starting to sing after the song already begun. After the parade, they quickly took him off the float and shot him in the leg. <laughs> he, will, he has yet to sing again. Um, Spider-Man wounded. Spider-Man was wounded. American authors start performing mid-song. Amer That's Anthony Jeselnik in the middle, by the way. I don't know. That is definitely Jeselnik. <laughs> it's like, finally, <laughs> I can see. And that's Johnny Depp in the background. Yeah, totally. Wow. wow. These yep. are all, we already had all of those guys. The Nutcracker knocks over a woman. Ronald McDonald's leg tears. I mean. Not the first time McDonald's has taken somebody's foot. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving that. <laughs> Here's my favorite, though. Yeah, that's you, the one. You wanted to be gay for a day. Well, you're going to get it. Um, um, yeah, I love it. This is... <laughs> yeah. This is Uncle Sam. If nothing says America more than, than Uncle Sam getting a rim job from Spider-Man. And you know he rolled the mask up first, like they kissing Ray They say that a hero can save us. Yes. That's Nickelback's playing in the background. With great power bottoms comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know why I'm I'm resisting that. <laughs> why you're what? I'm resisting that one. What? It's just like uh, they're not fucking each other, and I, I just have issues. For some something about that joke doesn't sit right with me. I want what, rim with the great power bottoms comes. Yeah. Oh, it you want it to forced. be more inclusive? No, no, no. It just feels forced. I want rim job. I want tossed salad. I, I don't want just. Great power bottom. This is a little too Chat GPT for me. Can you write a joke about this picture? Chat GPT is like with great power bottoms. I'm like, um, I can't wait for the update. Well, I just hope he's web slinging on his back. That's that's better. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what's another one? Uh, his safe word. We is, want you to eat my ass. That helps me with the Uncle Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, born on the Porn of July. Licking his USA hole. <laughs> Okay. Because it's a rim job. It's not a power bottom. Nobody getting pro a rim country job. prolapse. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not your grandma's biscuits. Uncle Ben, Uncle Sam. There's an Uncle Ben, Uncle Sam. Uncle Ben was let go. He has a thing for uncles. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. Pounding that. fathers. That's it. But who is Uncle Sam? He's not anything. I don't know him. No, I mean he's not even a, he's not even real. He just wanted us to enlist in the army. Yeah, he's, they had to make up someone who could look you in the eye and tell you to join. Who the are army. you? It's like okay, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> me, me, yeah. This lady in the chateau. Um, here's some stores that are going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day, 2023. Because why? We have returned to decency. Hi, 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 There was a time when we couldn't get enough of like chant. Yes. And like that with a beat. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. Or like, 
Yes. <laughs> we have done a whole thing on pure moods, and it was. God, wasn't it just the jam? <laughs> Was it not every time? I think we get pure moods. Pure moods. Every time. Pure moods. Anytime someone is, at, listen to me here. Anytime someone's at a beach or the ocean or something and they're on a boat and they're taking the ocean, they will always put Enya yes. Orinoco Flow as the music. Yes, because that's pure moods. Yeah. Remember when you and had I'd to... be a kid with a ribbon on a stick. Like dancing. <laughs> wow. Can we have one more time for a prosperity? Solo, solo, solo. I was fucking good. I bet. Yeah, I was like, Dad, I want a ribbon dancer. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yes, um, what other songs were on Pure Moods? After this, he red, white, and blew him. Ooh, I'm just I'm still on that. In fact, cut to me driving home. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna text me and be like, "I am." Can you ADR me saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we just dubbed your joke. It's like, <laughs> wait, <laughs> so here's the video. Different. Oh, mm. <laughs> that's how we'll cut it in. Wait, what were? What, do we know any other pure mood songs that were on there? There was like, um, um, was. Oh, 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 oh. The Listerine song. That was the Listerine. Or you put a beat to that. That's a pure mood now. Ooh. Or or um there was always the Gregorian chant. That's um here's pure moods. Return to innocence by uh -huh. Enigma. There was like audio that was Chariots that one. Wow. Twin Peaks. Tubular Bells, which always made me think of The Exorcist. It was the Exorcist yeah. theme song. And I was like, uh. And then the X-Files song. Yeah. So whatever. But yes. Gregorian chant. You have to you have to type in Gregorian chant. <laughs> yeah. It's and just, we were like. It's like a psalm like in That Latin. was our Taylor Swift. You'd be asleep at night and the Pure Moods uh, theme song would come on. It's just. It followed was, by the greatest love songs of all times. It'd be like Celine Dion, because I'm your lady. Uh, it was peak whiteness. It's peak. when my mother-in-law ruled the world. Yeah, well, peak whiteness also, I think, is uh, Black Friday deals. I do. I do. Sure. I, did, I never did Black Friday. I never. Not Just people it. acting up, full-on Hunger Games, stomp yeah. on grandma. We yeah. just had turkey. Like, the worst of us. It's just awful it is the hunger games um but these stores will be closed on thanksgiving day walmart best buy target kohl's lowe's jc penny macy's gamestop home depot consume 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 um what else anything oh Burlington. no acme tools will uh, be closed christmas tree <laughs> shops will be closed so um build-a-bear mm-hmm christmas tree shop that's that seems appropriate blaine's farm and fleet Look that's out. gonna be over Burlington, uh, formerly Burlington Co-Factor. H-E-B. God, H-E-B gets it. I love H-E-B. That's a Texas grocery store. Guitar Center. Ikea. Ikea Joanne. Not Joanne. Joanne, you, formerly Joanne Fabrics. Now she's, I guess she's Now she's more. just Joanne. Just Joanne. Good for her. Just breaking out of Bitch. that. Nordstrom. What a, what a slut. <laughs> Gay Joanne. for a day. Gay for a day. Gay for a day. You stupid bitch. Stay home with your family. <laughs> but like, that's a positive affirmation. Joanne, you dumb whore. You don't need to go yeah. <laughs> work. Yeah. yeah. Stay with your family. You stupid bitch. Oh, really? 
Hail She's her. like, thanks. <laughs> PC uh, Richard so yeah, and send. We have returned to decency Ulta. So pretty much you're not shopping anywhere uh, except online, I guess. No, you can go to Target. I no, don't Target's Target closed. List. I don't see Target. It's at the list. top. You're at the top. <gasps> Target. Yeah. Don't uh -huh. point at it. Uh-huh. Target. <laughs> Don't point at it. You're not on the show. So you're going to have to wait till actual. It doesn't matter where your mouse work. You're not making the episode. Target. <laughs> Guy's fingering the butthole of Target. Uh, oh, Stepbrother, I'm stuck. Um, here's I'm four. Stuck. I hear them pulling in the driveway. Help me. <laughs> uh, here are four words certain to ruin Thanksgiving. So our producer, Land, pulled this one up. And I think we could play a fun game of what words could ruin Thanksgiving. Um, your ex is here. Okay. Aunt Betty is here. Grandma is drunk again. Why is Granny naked? Oh, yeah. You're adopted. This sounds like a... Um, why? Like a Thanksgiving joke calendar, <laughs> right? Like if like each like an ad an ad what is it an advent calendar? Is also, that what it's called? An yeah. advent? Yeah. yeah. Were they like every every day? I love this dog is clearly not wearing that hat. God, like that is so <laughs> photoshopped on. I know these holidays are kind of corny. Alcohol no free tofu in laws. Denny's is closed today. <laughs> I've had Thanksgiving at Denny's. You have? Yeah. I don't mind that. I went with my mom once. We were like out of town. It was like, I forget what we were doing. We were we were like out for something. I either had like an audition or something, and we actually went to like a Denny's for Thanksgiving. And it wasn't that bad. Trashy? Absolutely. But it was special. And I remember it because it was like, I mean, that was probably buddy. I'm not trying to twenty years ago just fluff your fluff or nutter, but like a good Thanksgiving in a Denny's yeah. as opposed to like no like Ugh. a cello. Ugh. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Somebody's playing the cello while yeah. you carve a huge turkey. Come on. I would want like a murder mystery Thanksgiving where it's like two of you will die tonight. Like that, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in that. I, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the dead one. Though. No, 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 no. No one does. But yeah, <laughs> but someone has to be. Um, please pass the possum. Who wants some bologna? <sighs> does this smell okay? Keto food for everyone? I forgot the booze. Green bean casserole, ew. Uh, Did chat, <laughs> when chat GP takes over, will we notice? Oh yeah, human wrote this? The machines are laughing This is AI, at us. this is AI. They, we think we're so special. Yeah, anyone bring a turkey? We don't drink here. In fact, if you go to chat GPT and say, what are 10 sentences that you would say that would ruin Thanksgiving, I bet it'll be exactly like this. This is why we're fucked. I'll tell you one. Who are you voting for? That's a good one. Yeah. How about cunt? Where's cunt? I thought cunt would be number one. Words that ruin Thanksgiving? No cunt? Just using it as an example. Guys, context matters. How is that not on there? How about this one? Grandma's dead in bed. Like, <laughs> Grandma's dead in bed. I know it rhymed, but Dr. Seuss has done some bad things. <laughs> I found a toenail. I bet ChatGPT would get to the C word. I'm sick as heck. <laughs> I joined a cult. I close, think... close. 
Close. <laughs> I joined a cunt. I joined a cunt. Mom, dad, I joined a cunt. What? <laughs> oh my God. Well, this has definitely been wonderful. I am, <laughs> I am thankful for this episode. I'm thankful for you being here. Thank you so much. Please tell everyone at home where I they am can find not. For everybody. You were not for everybody. It's on Netflix. If this is airing at Thanksgiving, it's yeah. already on there. Yeah. I hope you watch it. They will. I hope you like it. I really like it. Follow you on social media, all Do of it. that. Do you Just have any Pete dates Holmes. coming up or? After November. I'll be in Chicago, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, DC. I don't know when those are, but PeteHolmes.com. I'm going all around. And it's a new hour, not the hour on Netflix, obviously. And I'm very happy with that hour as well. Yes, perfect. And I, I think I'm coming on yours soon. I yeah. believe so. So yeah, yes. yeah. It's my we, podcast. So can I? Oh, be, yeah. Can I be gay on that one? You can. You can be whatever you want to be. Yes. Well, awesome. Here's what it is: you can be safe to do and say whatever you like. Because why? We're not for everybody. That's right. All right. We'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at the Just Saying Podcast. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Take care. Bye. Bye. 